A very warm welcome to the Data Professional Stories, a podcast powered by Change Leaders. Our today's guest is Ritesh Upadhyay, currently working as a data engineer in PayPal and pursuing MS in machine learning through Upgrad. He has been into the data engineering domain since past five years, and he is having overall 8.5 years of IT experience. He has been associated with Legato, Deloitte, Unisys, and Centel previously. So, Ritesh, welcome again. Thank you so much, Neha. Please tell us something about yourself, about your family background. Sure, Neha. So, um, most of the introduction is covered by you. Thank you so much. I would like to thank Change Leaders also for welcoming me. <clears throat> so, apart from uh, being a data engineer in PayPal and having an 8.5 years of IT experience, I'm staying currently in Hyderabad right. with my wife, and I have a small dog beagle of 1.5 years old and um, i love to play games i still have games installed in my mobile phone okay so whenever i get a free time i try to play games and i love to paint so i have a sketchbook i have color pencils with me and i still get whenever i Lovely. get a time i try to sketch something on Lovely. that okay so that's all about me sneha okay okay please uh, share your academic journey so um um i have completed my um high school in 2006 so my schooling days have been all over india because my father was a central government employee okay and um, back in 2004 uh, i have come to hyderabad and since that time i have been staying in hyderabad and i completed my uh, schooling or uh, uh, 12th in 2008 mm-hmm. and uh, from 2008 i have uh, started my engineering career i joined a uh, um uh, btech uh, graduation course in electronics and communication engineering okay and i passed out in 2012 okay so you can say from 2000 i started my uh, professional career but right now i am uh, focusing on uh, ms also so mm-hmm. i am pursuing a master in science from ljmu university why upgrade so okay. this is all about my academic journey sneha okay tell me how did you land in your first job absolutely so um it was uh, as usual through the campus placements um but uh, i was one of the uh, lucky students you can say where i got more than one job through my campus placements um one was uh, through uh, my uh, regular uh, process of uh, company coming to the campus and then taking and conducting the interviews so through that i landed in center uh, okay and uh, there was an another opportunity i got uh, into hcl technologies as well but mm-hmm. uh, finally i took the call of uh, joining sintel and uh, that's how mm-hmm. i landed in my first job via campus placement okay what was your mindset 5 years ago about how you are going to take your career ahead oh okay 5 years back okay yes. um if i'm not wrong 5 years back uh, i was probably you know um, in my initial uh, days in deloitte uh, that was the time i guess if i'm not wrong i was working in deloitte and i had just started my career in this uh, data engineering course okay. so uh, f- before that i have was hopping in different uh, projects and my core and my skill set in which i was initially trained was mainframes so think about it that by 5 years before mm-hmm. i was actually you know uh, thinking to develop my full time career in mainframe as a mainframe developer mm-hmm. and uh, i was an uh, uh, or my domain was into ims uh, dbdc like um, ims is one of the oldest databases which mainframe still supports mm-hmm. today and i was looking out 
to build up my career as a mainframe developer and you know become an expert in IMS DVDC. Mm-hmm. So that was my mindset five years ago. Okay, tell us something about the roles which you have played in your past organizations and the projects you have worked on. What have you learned there? Oh, absolutely. So um, as you mentioned in my initial introduction, I was there with uh, Legato, uh, Deloitte, mm-hmm. Unisys, and mm-hmm. Sintel. So you know, approximately. Um, around the six years of my career, I was an individual contributor. Okay. So I learned a lot because I was mm-hmm. hopping in different projects. Mm-hmm. So I learned about how mainframe actually works, how domains uh, actually work because I started my career into banking and finance sector. Okay. And then later on, I worked with public sector and then I worked into healthcare and then I also worked with the retail sector for approximately oh. six months okay. to one year. Okay. That's right. So you have tried so different, different uh, domains. Exactly. Okay. As, as, as as soon as I got an mm-hmm. opportunity, uh, I I definitely you know grabbed it and at that too as an individual contributor, mm-hmm. I was able to learn how these different domains work. Okay. You know because banking and finance have a different set of processes, right. different set of yes, data. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same changes with healthcare and retail also. Yes. So my roles and responsibilities were primarily you know uh, as a mainframe when I was there, I used to work as a developer over there. And when I joined uh, Deloitte and when I got a chance to start mm-hmm. working on data engineering, oh, again, yeah. I was an individual contributor and I was working on building different solutions from the scratch, like working on SQL, Python, and back in mainframe, it was COBOL, JCL. So okay. my roles and responsibilities mm-hmm. as an individual contributor was vastly, you know, developing the solutions and see that it works as expected. Okay. Only in past two years, um, I got a chance to work as uh, technical lead and mostly my uh, roles and responsibilities were uh, hovering around uh, building the solutions and helping the team so that whenever they are stuck with any kind of technical mm-hmm. doubt i should be able to help them out okay 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 uh, what are different domains and skills required to become a data engineer oh uh, that's a good question now because you know uh, when we say data engineer mm-hmm. um, most of the folks in the market uh, are actually not aware of that data engineer is nothing just you know a subset or a combination of skill sets mm-hmm. and there are um, entry level skill sets there are intermediate skill sets and there are advanced skill sets okay so personally what i feel is that if a guy or if any resource who is out there who knows uh, sql mm-hmm. as a, a query language and if he knows any of the if he or she any knows any of the cloud technologies it can be either AWS, that is Amazon, mm-hmm. or uh, Microsoft uh, um, Azure, or Google Cloud. Then this is another skill set. And along with that, any one of the programming language, that is Python or Scala. Mm-hmm. If they know these three, they can you know, definitely become an entry-level data engineer. Because okay. an entry-data-level engineer needs to mm-hmm. have a grip on these skill sets, right. and they should know how mm-hmm. to interact with them. And as soon as uh, from entry to intermediate to advanced goes, mm-hmm. um, most of the uh, skill sets are you know required around these uh, technologies only. It's just that only one or two minor technologies, which are subset of these actual skill sets, are required to become an expert level. What are all different domains and tech are there to proceed further ahead from data engineer? Oh, uh, you know that's again a good question because. Uh, many people think nowadays that data engineer um, is uh, is like uh, advanced skill set. It's like when once we know data engineer, 
we can you know uh, play around it and and there are hardly any chances to go further around it but it's not the case that sneha you know uh, mm-hmm. nowadays uh, i i guess you might have seen that it has given a boost to the digital technologies mm-hmm. you know when everything was shut down everything started going on digital because we wanted everything contactless yes the payments yes. Uh, in digital mm-hmm. and data domain has also boomed a lot yes so absolutely you know uh, a resource who knows data engineer mm-hmm. you know they can definitely start working on the skill sets to move towards machine learning okay because you imagine a data engineer who knows how to build the algorithms using the machine learning techniques you know will become a true data analyst mm-hmm. so uh, if we go outside the market and if we look at the different organizations nowadays they you know they are hungry they definitely need data analysts data analysts are the people who you just throw a data to them okay yes. mm-hmm. it can be any kind of data and they should be able to you know build an end to end solution out of it mm-hmm. so just imagine a resource who knows data engineering mm-hmm. and he also knows how to bring uh, or build machine learning techniques out of it and deploy that so that we can create different kind of analytics and dashboards oh my god he will be like a hot cake in the market so that resource will be like uh, required by every organization because they nowadays need a guy uh, or a resource mm-hmm. who should be able to build uh, different solutions out of the data given yes. to them they need hidden insights out of it because yes. everything is running on a data now yes, correct correct yes yeah so they, this is the path like you become mm-hmm. a data engineer then mm-hmm. you learn data engineering techniques and become an independent data analyst that should be the path for a data engineer to grow further into the future okay okay how industry or domain knowledge matters for a data engineer or to become a data engineer absolutely it matters a lot sneha so as as i mentioned earlier i i told you right like i have banking and finance retail and public sector experience Mm-hmm. so that helped me a lot to grow in my career as well mm-hmm. and when i was out there you know giving interviews with the different organization mm-hmm. it it helped a lot because um, you know that when it is a banking and finance sector mm-hmm. uh, definitely you will be dealing a certain set of data it, it will be customer related data it can be their account related data it can be their financial records okay mm-hmm. but when i moved to healthcare mm-hmm. healthcare deals with a totally different set of data mm-hmm. it will be customer information but there will not mm-hmm. be any financial records so over there right it must be related to that particular domain exactly and one must be aware and knowledgeable that mm-hmm. how the data is related among each other mm-hmm. for example in banking and finance Mm-hmm. if i have a customer who is having a credit card or a debit card then i will be looking at those kind of features like uh, how much balance he has mm-hmm. how much he has to pay but when i'm dealing with the mm-hmm. bank records mm-hmm. then i will be dealing with different set of data like mm-hmm. he will have a savings or a current account and he will have mm-hmm. a balance or a zero balance yes, yes. so mm-hmm. this is banking and finance now when it comes to healthcare Health, yes. i'm talking about different things yes yes it is what mm-hmm. kind of disease he has mm-hmm. how much he has paid to get that medical bill or mm-hmm. how much uh, he uh, he has been paid by the insurance organization mm-hmm. what kind of plan he has mm-hmm. and when we go to retail we talk to the different data then so you and me nowadays we do a lot of shopping on flipkart and amazon yes, right yes yes so 
there we are dealing with different set of data like what a customer want what a customer is looking for to purchase mm-hmm. what is the item uh, what is the uh, uh, amount of that item mm-hmm. and how much profit i am making out of it so uh, if if i am a data engineer it means i have to play around with data but if i don't understand the relation among those data mm-hmm. like uh what is the difference uh, what is the relation between the different data in banking and finance and how it is different from healthcare mm-hmm. it will be difficult for me to build out the solutions it will be difficult for me to implement the project or difficult to interact with the business and tell them that hey uh, this data is like this so we should connect the data like this and build solutions like this and create our dashboards like this mm-hmm. and and domain knowledge is also important to understand what the business also want mm-hmm. right so that you Because can connect to things right exactly we will be able to connect with them yes. and we will also be able to understand their requirement mm-hmm. and business will also be happy you know when we give them the insights that okay uh let's say they want to understand that a customer uh, how many customers in their bank are there who has been pending on their credit card amounts mm-hmm. like they have not paid their bill mm-hmm. but and uh, me being a data engineer i will be able to you know add additional information on top of it i'll also tell them that yes i'll give you this data along with that i'll also tell you that what kind of uh, credit card product is having the most defaulters let's say um, we use uh, so different banks hdfc or icici yeah, bank yeah. right hmm. there we have different types of credit cards we have yes. premium we have average and then we have entry cards yes yes so if i'm preparing the defaulters list i'll also tell them that hey most of your defaulters are from the premium card then in mm-hmm. that case business will be able to take and product managers will be able to take you know immediate actions yes. probably there is something wrong with their mm-hmm. premium card products or probably they are giving that card to not to the right set of the customers mm-hmm. so you know uh, domain knowledge in that way is really helpful for building the different solutions and it is just one example in banking and finance there were for example we have care retail right and in 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 uh, you know uh, social and public domains facebook google everybody need these kind of uh, solutions so definitely domain knowledge is very very important for a data engineer okay how different uh, components or a technology within data engineering matter to a resource and how beneficial is it for a data engineer to grow uh, it is actually very important you see um, in data engineering we have different skill sets so when we were discussing about uh, different or earlier questions right mm-hmm. uh, uh, where we i where i answered that we need cloud Uh, an sql uh, or or a programming language mm-hmm. okay but um, you know uh, merely knowing them is not going to uh, take you to next level so let's say you know cloud and mm-hmm. you know sql and you mm-hmm. know one programming language either scala or python that's good that's good to be as an entry level but as soon as you grow in your career and as soon as the technology is advancing mm-hmm. people should know that nowadays spark s p a r k spark is really booming a lot okay mm-hmm. we have so much requirements so many requirements because we know that um, in back in 2012 uh, or in 16 we know that this uh, big data technologies came into the picture okay so sneha how it happened is that initially when we had a, a 
uh, Hadoop version one, it had a mm -hmm. lot of demerits. So that was covered in Hadoop version 2.0. And mm -hmm. again, to overcome the demerits, we are going to have Hadoop version 3.0. Okay. So similarly, mm -hmm. Python had a lot of disadvantages due to which this Spark was introduced. So Spark is very fast and you know it helps in building a lot of solutions faster. And nowadays, being everything on the cloud and on the cluster, uh, almost all organizations are hungry for the resources who need or who understand Spark. So these mm -hmm. are the different domains and technologies are there which you know one should keep an eye on mm -hmm. and they should keep on learning this. Yes. Because we know that how mm -hmm. technology space are changing yes. very fast. Yeah. Uh, Knowing the, two, three languages wouldn't be sufficient. So exactly. They have and to be on track. They have to be on track and they sure. have to, you know, be with the market. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Nobody knew exactly. Nobody knew four years back that Spark will boom like this. Right, right, right. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, now there is a new technology or a new programming language which has come, which is called as DASK. Uh, mm -hmm. D as in Delta, A as in Alpha, S as in Sierra, and K as in Kilo, Dask. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that Dask has been developed to overcome the disadvantages of Spark. Mm -hmm. So there is no end to it. What I'm trying to say is, let, mm -hmm. it's right. not only data engineering. You take yeah. any any domain, any technical skill set, or uh, uh, any um, any language. Mm -hmm. uh, if if developers are uh, sitting ideal or if uh, if the resource of sitting ideal is thinking that I know cloud, I know SQL and I know Python and that's it, I'm mm -hmm. a good data engineer, then uh, it's not the right approach. You should be definitely, you know, scale yourself to become a Spark developer and probably if the companies are going to inherit Dask in the future, then you should start learning the Dask also. Mm -hmm. And obviously, apart from this, one should also have an ETL and ELT experience, uh, extract load transform or extract transform load. Because Sneha in data engineering, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, from past uh, three to four years, or you can say from the inception, data engineering has come because there was cloud which mm -hmm. came. Okay. But companies still have their own database they still have their own technology, mm. okay? And they cannot scrap it in one night that, hey, move all my data to cloud. Right, yes, yes. That's the reason data engineers came. So the inherent problem which data engineers face or the organization face is that they have two, three different data sources. They have a data coming from one website, they have a data coming from one database, mm -hmm. and they have a data coming from some other files. Mm -hmm. And data engineer has to integrate all the all of data yes. yeah mm -hmm. and then put that into the cloud okay, okay. and okay. this this part is something comes by experience mm -hmm. unfortunately we don't have any materials online mm -hmm. or on the market mm -hmm. uh, to collectively address this situation okay. we have we have uh, technologies out there which are open licensed under apache nowadays okay. mm -hmm. people can go ahead and check it out okay. but as a data engineer if you want to learn all this in a single go and then say that I'm a perfect data engineer. I feel mm -hmm. personally it's tough because this portion of integrating with data, different data sources and building a solution is what will come with uh, in on-job experience or you know during the training itself. Mm -hmm. So these are all the different technologies are there which one data engineer you know um, should try to learn 
and these are the skills which are required for them to keep on progressing in the future or else if any other resource comes say that they know das mm-hmm. and uh, uh, spark is not being you know prominent in that market nowadays then it will be mm-hmm. uh, danger to the data engineer job so mm-hmm. one should be you know keep on learning and be uh, be up to date around these technologies okay so uh, ritesh like um, i've ob- observed that, that there are few candidates who always uh, switch to data science to data engineer could you please tell okay. me why do they switch from uh, data scientist domain to data engineer <laughs> <laughs> okay definitely uh, it it has happened uh, you know with uh, uh, in paypal right now where i'm working where i have a colleague with whom i'm working okay and he was actually a data scientist in previous organization and then he joined as a data engineer in yes company. yes yes i am very interested <laughs> in knowing this absolutely see um i guess uh, this answer is known most to the data scientists rather than to the data engineers i'll say okay because um i am pursuing a data science course right now okay. and i totally understand that you know uh, being a data scientist uh it's not an easy job okay mm-hmm. but um data scientists you know um, in their initial uh, maybe 3 to 4 years or 5 years of career they will be actually learning a lot their mm-hmm. growth will be exponential okay mm-hmm. but there is a certain point which comes within the data scientist where uh they have to you know just take care of mostly cleaning the data or organizing the data their actual core of doing or applying the data science algorithms becomes very limited okay okay see uh, being a data scientist you have around uh, you know you can say 6 to 7 handful algorithms mm-hmm. or approaches okay mm-hmm. if you give a clean data or if you give a data which is absolutely ready for a data scientist okay he has to uh, work very minimal on applying the algorithm and getting the results out of it for a data scientist his most of the efforts actually goes in understanding the data okay. doing an exploratory data analysis on it mm-hmm. and then get the right set of the data once that right set of data is available with him then compared to what the effort he has you know um, applied on cleaning up the data Mm-hmm. compared to that now the effort required is very minimal to build the algorithm out of it okay so cleaning up the data and uh, doing an exploratory data analysis actually becomes a data engineer role and in most of the organization this kind of role is interchangeable okay. i i when personally i was working in uh, uh, legato mm-hmm. our team was doing this initial part of the data scientist team itself okay we being a data engineer we were actually taking care of cleaning up the data okay we, because we had an experience of healthcare in past 5 years okay. so we were also helping data science team to understand that what does this data mean how they are related and once the data used to be ready and cleaned up then we used to pass it to data scientist team where they used to build the models out of it so okay. if i am not wrong mm-hmm. data scientist does the reason they actually you know come and join as a data engineer Okay, because they want okay. to actually understand that how the data cleanup can be done more efficiently because okay. that's the part in data scientist mm-hmm. life which takes more effort and more uh, uh, time rather than mm-hmm. building the models out of it okay okay 
tell me tell me which skill set uh, we need to keep updated ourselves to be an up to date data engineer uh, absolutely you see um, the cloud technology is something which is nowadays you know um, being dominated with mostly by three players only that is um, amazon um, mm-hmm. microsoft azure and okay. google cloud okay so first thing uh, any data engineer resource should keep an eye on what is the different um, uh, technological advancements happening in the cloud age for example um, amazon has introduced the redshift which is quite recent which is a very interesting data lake and like that um, microsoft azure which has introduced long way uh, data bricks they are doing some technical advancements over there google cloud is already picking up the market and they are introducing you know or bringing changes almost um, on a frequency on a frequently basis like how amazon and microsoft are rolling out so being a data engineer one should definitely keep an eye on these cloud technologies and see that what are all the new um, solutions they are bringing so mm-hmm. that it's easy for uh, any it organization to build solutions on the cloud that's the one thing uh the second thing what they should keep an eye on are these um uh, programmatical programming languages advancements okay for example we discussed some time back if you remember that initially we were using only python okay and then came the spark yes, now yes. in spark you you can be um you can be a master of pyspark or you can be master of scala so just to add an additional point uh resources who knows scala are really in demand on the in the it organizations or mm-hmm. even in all the organizations because scala is considered a very good efficient uh language mm-hmm. when compared to pyspark it's not like uh, pyspark is bad it's just like pyspark supports more data scientist and machine learning algorithms so okay. people should keep an eye on these um programming technologies and as i mentioned dask is introduced because spark has some disadvantages uh, related to uh, doing um, you know visual analytics mm-hmm. so that's the reason dask is introduced which is again python based and then they should keep an eye on the uh, etl and elt systems which mm-hmm. i mentioned like for example uh, we have couple of open source uh, solutions which are available in apache where they help data engineers uh use those codes and connect with the different um, data sources automatically so as a data engineer they should keep an eye not only on one but all these technologies mm-hmm. on all these spaces on different uh, blogs different platforms uh, different news and see that which domain is progressing and what is that new which is coming in the market then only they can keep themselves up to date okay what different path we can choose uh, within organizations to grow in data engineer domain oh okay okay that's an interesting question so uh, sneha you know that um, most of us uh, end up being a manager mm-hmm. so okay as a data engineer you can be a manager not a okay. problem mm-hmm. but that is a managerial side okay mm-hmm. uh, no questions uh, or uh, no doubts i guess should be there for any resource on to that uh, but if as a being a data engineer if they become an architect 
then there are a lot of scopes neha you know being an architect it makes them an sme subject matter experts so they can be subject matter experts in three or four areas within data engineering okay mm-hmm. so the first part is as i mentioned um we have a inherent problem of data engineers where we have to connect with different data sources like either we have to connect with a website or we have to connect with a streaming server or we have to connect with an sql database or we have to connect with a no sql data mm-hmm. and uh, in that also we have different flavors like we have mongodb we have saas and likewise so they can definitely choose this area to become a sme like being a, be become an sme in an etl or an elt process okay mm-hmm. to connect with a different system and efficiently extract and load the data from that source system okay mm-hmm. like for example sneha you are holding one database okay it has employee details and okay. i am i am the one who has to you know develop insights mm-hmm. that uh, how many employees are drawing how much salary what are their designations okay. and uh, obviously mm-hmm. uh, as an organization you should follow that pyramid structure right, right? yes yes so i i should be able to tell you that uh, uh, how many ground level resources are there and all that so to build all that insights i should be able to connect with the database which you are holding correct and yes. efficiently extract mm-hmm. all this data mm-hmm. okay because mm-hmm. since uh, everything is on the cloud uh, we we cannot you know burn a hole in our pocket we have to see that uh, a task which can be done in one hour i should not take entire day so i i should be efficient also so one can become a subject matter expert as a data engineer but in the etl or elt process okay uh, this is one part the other part is as i mentioned right now right like i should uh, able to see that your organization is following a pyramid structure okay um, your the database which you are holding sneha might have lot of details or information okay uh, it sh- it will be having employee uh, salary details and along with that it you will have employees personal data also right like what's their contact number what's their address right so from from the database which you are holding i should be able to you know work with only the required data so uh, as an data engineer uh, the second area where one can become a subject matter expert is either in the sql or in the spark programming language okay and when we say subject matter expert it means you should be uh, having a grip on how to write the codes efficiently and effectively okay see uh, a fresher can also uh, it happened with me uh, yesterday with my colleague uh, that uh, i had to write a simple algorithm to convert the column data types okay so i i wrote a program with simple if else condition okay but he wrote the same program using a try catch which was much more efficient than what i have written so that the, those things uh, can be achieved only if you can become a subject matter expert in in writing the sql or the programming language efficiently that's the second approach or the second area where they can think to become a group the third area which they can think of become a, a sme or an architect will be extracting the data and putting it on the different dashboards so 
let's say uh, you requested to see that whether your organization is following a pyramid structure or not right or you want to see that what are all the different salaries you are giving to different designations within your organization so in this in these areas also we need definitely data engineers who can effectively connect our data pipelines to the different uh to the different uh, dashboards or to the different tools which are used for the bi that is business intelligence and visualization so these are the couple of areas as a data engineer you know one they can think to grow within their organization so that's all sneha from my side it's time to wind up the session thank you so much ritesh for sharing your insights to our audience thank you listeners for spending your time here hope you all like it please like share and comment and don't forget to subscribe to our data professional stories a podcast powered by seeing leaders